Oh, uh, yeah, I'll just give a quick update on where we're at here. Um, yep, so um, we're, you know, on the fifth day here of um, this is really phase phase one uh, for us. So meetings and a uh, total of an hour walk on the field today goes to an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, and then the players are running and lifting and uh, doing things like that. Um, not on their own, but with the strength coaches, not with the not with the football coaches. So, um, got a lot of meeting time, uh, time to get back into some physical uh, activity and training, uh, which is good. Um, but really, we're still another uh, four days of this uh, before we start to move into phase two, and then a couple of days of phase two, and then a couple of days of phase three, uh, and then as Stacy said, then we get to the seventeenth. So. Um, Moving along, um, you know, paces what, uh, what what's been set up. So um, I think it's it's good. You know, players are you know they're transitioning to um, a higher uh, higher gear and uh, higher volume and more intensity on a on the basis that's probably good for training. So that's we're following that, and we're kind of halfway through this first process. First question will be Tara Sullivan, followed by Ben Vaughn. An overall question, but how would you best describe just for you what it's like working amid what is a very different and unpredictable circumstance this year? And the reason I ask is kind of how much flexibility it seems to demand and how you feel your unique experience all your years as a head coach you know, give you the ability to do that, to have the flexibility that maybe is needed this year? Yeah, well, we'll just take it as it comes. Each each uh, step of the way, I think, is going to, you know, maybe a little bit different and require a little bit of thought and, and um, possibly creativity. But, again, for right now, we're basically in a phase one uh, situation or environment, and that's the way we're – that's what we're doing. We're doing basically what we do in phase one uh, with, as I said, a few modifications. Um, and so that's fine. We're, we're being productive. Um, we're using the time that we have to, you know, to definitely make strides, but there's some things we, we can't do, but we're not going to focus on those. We're going to look at the things that we can do and try to make the most out of those. I think the players, coaches, and the entire organization has done a good job of that. Next question, Ben Volan, followed by Ian Steele. Uh, good morning, Bill. Um, Hi, Ben. Uh, obviously, what's happening in the real world with the pandemic is, is very serious and uh, is larger uh, than football. And we've seen the last couple of weeks, uh, I believe 67 players have, have opted out uh, of this season. I'm just curious for you, uh, was there any uh, decision on your part about potentially not coaching this year or um, were you always uh, determined to, to coach through this? I feel very good about the environment that we're in. So um, I feel fine. Did, did anyone on your staff uh, opt out? Anyone on our staff? No. No. Um, it, another topic that, that's uh, been kind of talked about around the league is the idea of like putting a quarterback in quarantine this year or certain positions, keeping a player in quarantine just in case 
Uh, is that something you're considering with, with the quarterback position or, or any other position on the team? Yeah, I'd say, as always, Ben, we'll try to look at our options and do what we feel is best for the football team. Um, so we'll, that's, what we'll, that's what we'll continue to do. So uh, you haven't decided yet if, if you would do that? We're, as I said, we're in phase one. We're proceeding in phase one. I think everybody, I don't, I can't speak for everybody, but I think my impression is that uh, as an organization, as a coaching staff, to support people, the players, that there's a comfort level with what we're doing and who's doing it and how we're doing it and we're being productive. So um, if concerns or problems come up, then we'll address those. But right now, I think it's, it's it's a good working environment. We're getting a lot done, and um, the organization's taking a lot of steps to ensure everyone's safety and um, an opportunity to um, do their job and do it safely and do it productively. Um, certainly, there's a lot of responsibility on each one of us to do things in a way that don't affect others negatively, that we take the precautions that we can and, and should. So that's what we're doing. Next, next question, Ian Steele, followed by Alan Siegel. Thanks, Stacey. Bill, I'm curious, how has Cam Newton come to grasp the playbook in terms of the things that you've installed with him so far? How has that uh, process been going for him? Yeah, well, as I said, we're in phase one. We're uh, presenting a lot of information, going through films, and uh, we have a, a daily walkthrough, and that's about it. So, um, again, as I said, we're the re, uh, restart of football is um, going at a, um, a slow pace right now. The training's ahead of the football. So, that, that's what we're doing. In terms of his, I guess, uh, physical, how he's training and how he's you know, looking on the field in terms of being healthy, I know he missed here because of injury. Has he been up to speed and been able to participate in everything so far? Yeah, well, again, the coaches aren't on the field for the training part of the program. Uh, so I couldn't really comment on that, that our strength coaches, uh, Supervise that. The walkthroughs are the walkthroughs. They're walkthroughs. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, next question, Alex, followed by Dan Rose. Thanks, Stacy. Hi, Bill. How you doing? Good, Alan. How about you? What's up? Okay. Okay. Thanks, uh, Bill. You know, I, I wondered that. You know, this is a different year. Obviously, you get no preseason games, no practice with other teams. You have a different practice schedule, which you've alluded to this morning. So I'm wondering if you and the coaches have talked about the fact of having to narrow the scope of, of what you focus on so that when you do get on the field, your execution will be what you want entering the season. Yeah, again, I, I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't characterize, um, I wouldn't characterize our preparations as there are things that we can't do. Uh, again, pretty much everything that we're doing is what we do do, it's not, Setup's a little bit different, but we do phase one, we do phase two, we do phase three, we do training camp, we do pattern practices. 
Uh, we do practice in shells. We do walkthroughs and training camp. We'll be doing all those things uh, as we normally do. We won't be playing preseason games. Uh, so that's, you know, that'll definitely be one thing that we'll need to prepare for uh, differently than we've prepared for in the past. We won't be able to, you know, have those same kind of game experiences uh, that preseason games provide. But everything else is is the same. It's a modified uh, pace or uh, schedule, but the the drills themselves and the um, sequence of those are um, essentially what they've been. It's just done in a different time frame, and it's done over a you know six to seven week period instead of uh, you know the three days a week in the spring and and uh, then four days a week at the end, and then, you know, uh, a training camp period. So, again, this is what this is what every college team does. Every college team does the training camp, uh, whatever it is, three weeks, three and a half weeks before their first game. Uh, and essentially, after we get past and start at the 17th, um, you know, that puts us about in that, you know, four-week period uh, until the first regular season game. One of those weeks would be a preparation for the opener. So it's, you know, it's it's very similar to what the college programs have always done and what they're doing now. Great. Thanks, Pat. To modify what we do to, I would say, be uh, more similar or, or try to replicate it to a degree, um, you know, what college teams do every single year. Uh, next question, Dan Roach, followed by Nora Princiati. And uh, I would ask people, try not to do follow-up questions. We've got quite a few people still want to ask questions, and we're running out of time. Thanks. Uh, good morning, Bill. Uh, hope Hi, Dan. Well. Hi. Uh, just a question kind of following those lines of what you were just talking about. If, uh, with all due respect, one of the great things to watch at training camp is to watch you, you know, make corrections, you know, hands-on with the players. Will you have to restrict yourself at all as you go about this uh, in, in the different way as far as being maybe – less hands-on when you're trying to teach and, and, and give guys fundamentals as you go? Uh, I mean, I, I guess we'll see. I don't you know. Yesterday was yesterday was the first day that we had a walk through um, with both the offense and defense on the field at the same time. So prior to yesterday, we were defense against defense, offense against offense. Uh, so Yesterday was our first chance to do that, and I would say it looked to me like all the coaches coached and players played pretty much like we always do, other than, you know, masks and, um, you know, some other modifications, things like that. But no, I didn't see any substantial difference, no. Uh, next next question, Nora Princiati, followed by Phil Perry. Hey, Bill. Um, anything you guys did over the off season, as all the teaching you were doing uh, with players was virtual, and maybe even going forward here a little bit. I don't know if the bigger meetings are still digital at all. Uh, to just keep people engaged, you know, you're staring at a computer screen. There's not that in person thing. Anything that worked to kind of combat WebEx fatigue. Oh yeah, definitely. We talked about that um, a lot um, after about two meetings. Uh, we could see that that was going to be the new, um, you know, way of the world. And 
Um, you know, I think that we we had a lot of um, we had a lot of staff. You know, a, a decent amount of the staff meetings was uh, dedicated to that, especially early. Um, you know, coaches. Uh, we had a lot of individual meetings. Our team meetings were more limited because of, I would say, just the quality of having a meeting with uh, you know sixty or. 90 people as opposed to having it with four or five the engagement's a lot higher the interaction's a lot better uh you know the mute button doesn't have to be off like it does when you have 100 people on the meeting and so forth so uh anyway we learned a lot about those virtual meetings and we uh definitely did a lot of things to try to um heighten the engagement um you know set up some competitive things set up you know a variety of things and then the coaches exchanged ideas um you know, one coach would say, you know, hey, we did this, and uh, then maybe another coach would pick up on that idea and and do it, um, you know, in a way that fit his his room or his position. And uh, you know, we might have a competition between the two rooms over, you know, on a certain thing, and uh, you know, let them, you know, let them compete against each other and see who's better at, you know, whatever the activity was uh, that was structured. Um, I talked to a number of college coaches; they were. Uh, in a lot of cases ahead of us on this uh, because of spring ball. So they had their spring practice virtual meetings prior to the start of our um, all season program, which I want to say was like mid April. Uh, a lot of those teams were doing the same thing uh, that we were doing in terms of meetings, virtual meetings, um, you know, as early as the 1st of March. So, you know, uh, some. And again, some of those uh, people had great suggestions. You know, this really worked well for our team. Our guys loved this, or we tried this, and you know, it didn't work so well. Here's the problems with it. You know, it sounds good, but it really wasn't. It didn't go over that well. So, and there was a lot of that. Our our coaches uh, talked to, like I said, several other college coaches and programs, and then we exchanged ideas. And that's how it was very educational for all of us to try to do that. Some activities, I'd say, work better than others. Um, and each coach kind of had to get a feel for, you know, his players his, you know, their, their level of excitement to do certain things might not have matched, uh, you know, a similar uh, concept or game or whatever it was. And so, uh, I'd say we, you know, we modified our teaching and, um, the interactions, some of the games, some of the competitions, things like that, that we did over the course of the. Of the spring, uh, followed up a little bit on those uh, in the in the week, uh, the first week when we came back, I think it was the twenty eighth or whatever it was when everybody was still quarantined on the testing, so we were able to continue that from the spring. So yeah, uh, I mean, long answer to a short question there, but yes, we did it on a number of different levels. Uh, we learned a lot as we went along. I think they were. Uh, the players are responsive, productive. They certainly gave us a lot of good feedback too. You know, a lot of those guys are a lot more, um, you know, tech savvy and had had some good ideas way ahead of some of the people on the coaching staff. Um, particularly myself, I'd probably be at the bottom of that uh, tech list. Um, and we, you know, use some of their ideas as well. So, you know, collectively, I thought things went, you know, better than I thought they were going to go. To tell you the truth, I thought they went, you know, pretty good. We followed up on it and. You know, going forward, it might be something that I probably would have never even considered uh, a year ago. Now, after having a pretty significant amount of experience with it, um, there, I could see where there might be a place for it in the future. So, um, 
you know, that's that's kind of where we are on it. But thank you for the question. And my, my apologies to everyone else I won't get to, but we'll end with two final questions, Phil Perry and Megan O'Brien. Go ahead, Phil. Thanks, Stacey. Hey, Bill, I'm uh, I'm just curious because you have spoken in the past about how the NFL has sort of a rhythm to each year, not just in season, but the off season as well and a very predictable calendar. And obviously that calendar changed this year. And I don't want to, of course, trivialize the reason for why that the calendar changed. But I am curious for you, having been in the league, of how did that feel to, to not be on that same calendar that you are so used to? Um, are you feeling at all a, a different level of energy maybe coming into this year because you had to be away for as long as you did? I'm just kind of curious as to um, how the change in the calendar impacted you, if at all. Yeah, well, I, I think we've we've spoken about this before, but in, in a lot of respects, this is similar to 2011. Um, in many respects, it's different. Uh, but in terms of not seeing the players until training camp. Uh, it's similar. We certainly had a lot more interaction with the players this year than we did um, during the lockout season. Um, and then we had the preseason games in that season that we're not going to have in this season. So uh, there are definitely differences, but uh, there are some similarities in some of the players and coaches that were here at that time. Um, you know, we've reflected on that. And I think there are some things that we learned uh, from from that year that have application. And then again, there's other things that that don't. Um, so uh, yeah, each year is different. This year, the, the ramp up pace instead of being uh, during the spring and then taking a break and coming back to training camp is all taking place in one, you know, one sequence without a break essentially. And it, that's a little bit different, but I I think I think it I think it'll work. I think the players will be prepared. Uh, physically and mentally to to play football, um, assuming that the conditions stay uh, similar to what they are now. I think we've we've seen that. It's been almost two weeks that we've been in, from virtual to phase one to now we're starting to ease into um, a, a little bit of a higher phase one, which will lead into phase two. And and so I think the progression is you know logical. I think it's it's working. Um, We've got a long way to go, and we have quite a bit of time before the opening game. So, uh, hopefully, we'll we'll be in a competitive position at that point, and I'm sure that we'll continue to improve as a team, like we always do in the first several weeks of the season. But again, that's the way it always is. Um, you know, the, the 80 man roster we've dealt with that before, although not recently. So, um, you know, I think when you put it all together, we'll. You know, we we have and we will find a way to you know, to make it work, and we'll try to make it as effective as we can. Thanks, Bill. Uh, we'll have Megan O'Brien. You've got the last question. Thanks, Stacy. Bill, now that you and the players are back in the building, what's been the biggest adjustment that you and your staff have had to make due to COVID regulations and the stadium's new setup? Biggest adjustment. You know, honestly, I wouldn't say any of it has just been overwhelming. Um, we wear masks. We there's not a buffet line for food. The food's ordered. It's you know boxed and packaged. But um, the dining staff has has done a great job. The meetings are in bigger rooms. We're more spread out. But essentially, it's the same meeting. Um, 
we're just distanced and, and wearing masks. Um, you know, I think everybody's just a little more conscious of the hand washing, the sanitizing, the distancing, the, you know, we have wear monitors and all that. I mean, it, it, there's just a higher awareness of it, but I mean, fundamentally, we're still going over the material, the same material uh, in a similar progression. We, we have walkthroughs, we have meetings, um, we have training and conditioning. Uh, we're gonna eventually have, you know, individual drills when we get to phase two, then we're gonna get to phase three and have 11 on 11 drills. So, you know, I, I don't think it's monumental, um, but certainly there are adjustments, um, none of which are, I would say, particularly inhibiting. Um, yeah, it's it's a little bit different, maybe a little bit more time consuming and just more precautionary. Uh, but I, I think we've we've tried to address everything and, and we've asked the players and they've been great. Uh, we've asked the players for their input. You know, if they see something that looks a little, you know, like it needs to be adjusted or corrected or whatever, um, you know, they they're good to bring it up and and then we take a look at it and, and do what we can to, you know. Whatever the situation is, try to try to improve it. But we're very fortunate here. We have a stadium. We have a a big facility. Uh, you know, I know there are other teams that are dealing in a much smaller training facility. I mean, we have you know a lot of a lot of big spaces and and open space that we can work with, and that's that's very helpful in in the environment that we're in. And uh, we have great food service and you know big training room and weight room and. So forth. So we're able to accommodate um, with the visitors' locker room. When you add that in, we're able to accommodate. You know, I think 80 people. I would say pretty comfortable. I mean, you know, of course we have some plexiglass and things like that up, but um, you know, take things a step further. But you know, we're able to handle the 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 number of people and you know what we what we would normally do. Um, pretty, you know, it's been pretty effective. You know, again, we're not walking across the hall to a meeting. We're walking. You know, maybe down the end of the tunnel to it, but you know, again, to me, those are are relatively minor things. So, I'd say overall, we're we're trying to, and we're you know, we're doing things pretty close to the way we normally do them. With as I said, more mass, more, you know, more plexiglass for sure. I don't know what the what the plexiglass bill around here is, but it's it's got to be pretty high. Thank you very much, Coach. Thanks, everyone.